Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and on my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. Hi! And today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Thomas Crane, who is a musician-turned-filmmaker and has a film company called Kill Devil Films. And today we're going to chat about, I believe, music videos specifically, but we're going to chat about um, Thomas's expertise, his wisdom, his insights, um, smoking cloves. Uh, who knows what else we'll chat about today. Maybe I movie. Maybe iMovie. Which is the program we use to edit our videos. That's right, baby. So, Thomas, welcome to the show. Well, thank you uh, for having me. I appreciate it. And I've uh, been looking forward to it. Uh, you know, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. Now, I guess there's a basic question just to suit my own uh, level of humility and humbleness. How did you find out about my little program? Because you, you, know, you, you wrote to me one day and said, I'd love to be on your show. And I thought... That's flattering. Well, I, you know, I work with a lot of bands, and um, you know, I and after I work with them, you know, I follow them, and and uh, I believe you may, you had somebody on that I had worked with or some or something, and they had posted, uh, you know, hey, I've made an appearance, so um, you know, check the show out, and then I watched a bunch of other ones. Uh, him and I were just talking about that, and uh, so I, I liked the show from all the ones I had seen, so I just. Seemed, yeah. seemed like it'd be fun to chat. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, plus he's actually watched some of our latest ones. Ooh! Which has the theme song. Ooh! The, well, the, the new theme song. Yeah, the new theme song, baby. All right, what are the, what are the thoughts on the theme song? Because Gabriel actually put that together. I like it. I like it. Like, he, he, he like, programmed it and stuff? Uh, it came straight from the Apple Loops. Plus, we well, have, you made like, it a full... We have a forbidden part though that did involve some recording. I just put a little hey, you made, drum You made a good choice. I like it. Sweet. Yeah, from my understanding, because I mixed it and mastered it for the for the show, is it was some Apple Loops uh, that came up in the the Live Loops library on Logic. And then and and, and then I also decided to throw them like. Like I can't just make it all Apple Loops. Like that, that, that's probably to be a little too robotic. I did see some MIDI in there, so I think he had programmed a couple of things. But for the most, well, that's part, awesome. Yeah, yeah they got some. Cool, the they got some cool loops in there. I, uh, I, I, I've used like GarageBand and things like that. So like I, that's not quite as good as Logic, but uh, I know they've got some cool stuff to experiment with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Logic has a uh, like. Uh, like track stacks. You might like that. Ooh, track yeah. stacks. Yeah. Um, plus, it also has like buses. Now that brings up a kind of a quick question: Is uh, when you're making films and you need little knickknacks of soundtrack bites and things, and you are obviously using Apple, do you dive into some of the the loops and things that they have available? Occasionally, yeah. Okay. I, I pretty much take a uh, all the above approach. I'll see what they got. Um. You know, and then if I don't find something that I like, I can, you know, there's the, like Pond 5 and uh, Audio Jungle. Like, I, I kind of go everywhere okay. looking for little, little, you know, you know how it is when you're editing. Sometimes you just need like a little, I need just something here that's small, five seconds. And so. Exactly. Kind of like, kind of like a title card in a, like, text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Little things like that. Uh, and if you find the right sound, it really helps. Like, sound is a very under 
appreciated part of videos, whether it's a movie or just like a, uh, a, a short internet video. Like the sound punctuates what you're doing visually. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's under. It is. You imagine a kung fu movie from 1978 without any shoe clapping or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it wouldn't even be fun to watch. Um, let's you start. like the modern kung fu movies. Modern kung fu movies, which have which have like all these impacts and like, <coughs> slow mos, like mm. everything you want in a kung fu movie. This is true. In the late seventies, they just had to do it the fight scene in slow motion. They didn't have that ability. Uh, that was real talent back then. Now, I guess let's start small. So, Kill Devil Films, uh, work with some bands, making some music videos. Obviously, found me. Um, you're liking what I do, which is cool. I dig it. Um, but take us through, I guess, what goes... I mean, it's kind of like a really basic question. Maybe this will be like the 20-minute question. But how did you get into making music videos for bands? And then tantamount to that, we're going to get into... You know, I don't know. Any, any thoughts you have on that? Other bands that you see doing it who aren't doing a good job, and it's not just because you're not doing it. They're legitimately doing something wrong, and I've heard that before from other music video directors. Uh, so I'm curious, you know, to hear more about you, Thomas, hear more about Kill Devil Films, and then we can start getting into some of that nitty-gritty, you know, that, that clickbait. Don't do this when making a music video. <laughs> well, it was actually... Uh happenstance really um i never went to school for for like video production or anything like that i took one class in high school it was like a news channel class so i i knew how to edit very basic like iMovie level type uh that was like kind of all i knew and then like 10 years after that i was in a band i was in my own band at the time and we had the this is like youtube was coming out and it was like hey let's shoot a video um ourselves you know we, we had a friend who had a nice camera and we borrowed it and uh, i had no idea what i was doing i'll say that right now i knew nothing about lighting or like shot construction and i knew how to edit a little bit that's all i knew so we did our video and it was what it was uh i won't really show that video to anybody um and then we did another one months later and then another one a few months later and i i just got a little better at it mm-hmm. uh you know, the old adage is, uh, you know, just go do it and you'll, you'll learn a little bit. And then over time, I just, I kind of picked it up and, uh, other bands in town occasionally would say, Hey, will you do one for us? And I'd be like, sure. So, I mean, this is over the course of like five years. I was just doing like two videos a year. It was a very much a hobby. And, um, at some point in time, I just got to a point where I was better, and um, I was like, you know, I, I kind of like doing this. I, I'd like to do it full time, and uh, eventually, I was able to do that. Um, it was it was hard at first because as a freelancer, you know, not a lot of people know who you are, and you know, uh, you have to uh, kind of make a name for yourself. You have to do you know get as many gigs as you can. Plus, you got to pay your bills. Uh, so it took some time. For to to get established i'd say and um but after a while i mean i since 2018 i've been doing about 25 to 30 videos a year so um it kind of picks up its own steam after a while just trying to do the best trying to do the best job i can so you know others see your work uh bands uh come back 
like I, there's several bands I've done three, four videos for, you know, whenever they need a video, they just come back, you know? So it kind of picks up its own steam after a while, um, which that's cool. Um, uh, to see like the work you've put in kind of pay off. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was totally happenstance. I, five years ago, I never would have thought I'd be just doing videos for a living. Um, Did I answer that question? You yeah. did. You did. Uh, I would, for some reason, I was expecting like a wedding singer story in there somewhere. I mean, when I think of f- freelance picking up a camcorder and, and going out to shoot things, I, I imagine you'd... How did you avoid the trap of come and film my wedding, come and film my bar mitzvah? How did you... Uh, or do you still do that? Like you're like, no, no, man, you got to do that if you want to make a living. In this. I, I, I'm, it's funny. I've never actually filmed a wedding, but I have other videographers who I would consider friends who film weddings, and they have sent me their footage to edit. Mm-hmm. So I have edited wedding videos, and the thing about wedding videos, um, I, I just have no interest in doing it. Um, it's good money. Uh, I, I would probably definitely make more money <laughs> if i did that but I, I i don't i one appeal to doing this was it was something i wanted to do i enjoyed doing it so i'm not gonna like go film a bunch of stuff that i hate you know right, right. Uh, i occasionally will get a quote-unquote corporate more corporate type commercial gig and um those are okay to do like occasionally i i wouldn't want to do those like all all the time because they're not very like artistic it's very straightforward funny enough it's actually easier less work um than music videos are but i wouldn't want to do that all the time but just occasionally it's okay yeah Uh, because a corporate video would be like this is a bowl you're gonna need this bowl because this bowl can hold things that you might want to eat yeah, and it's funny how much less work it is to do that stuff because uh, it's just very much show our product off. You don't have to get crazy with the lighting and you know get crazy with the shots and the editing takes way less time, you know. So yeah, uh, but occasionally those are okay. Yeah, no screaming into any light bulbs and uh, no being any jet hangers and. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no trespassing into abandoned properties and and avoiding police and getting kicked out and you know things like that. Exactly. Done plenty of those. Exactly, baby. Now, um, going from freelance to full time, for a lot of people out there who are listening in who are thinking, "Man, I would love to go from freelance to full time in my own video career as well." It sounds like you said was it twenty five to thirty films a year? I mean, that sounds really doable uh yeah um it it, like it it, i had to like build to that uh i think my first six to ten months you know it wasn't quite that many um i can't remember how many it was it was a struggle the first year for sure it was it's actually a funny story um uh how i transitioned to full-time uh, if you want to hear it, I would love to hear it. I'm a freelance podcaster, baby. I'd, I'd love to hear your story. Okay. So, um, I was getting better at videos and I was doing, I wasn't quite doing 25 or 30 a year, but I was doing and I, a decent amount. And I was like, man, I really want to do this full time. I, I enjoy doing it. 
So um, I had like a bank job at the time uh, in a cubicle, hated it. Um, so I made this plan in my head. I'm like, okay, six months from now, I want to like be in a position to go full time, you know? And then a, literally like three weeks after that, I got fired uh, from my job and uh, just out of nowhere let go. So I was kind of at a crossroads, like, do I go find another stable job or do I just go for it? You know? And, um, I wasn't, I'll be honest, like I wasn't like ready. I wasn't good enough. I didn't have enough in like income business to do it full time, but I just made the jump. It's, it's funny when, you know, you have to, uh, uh, what that like drive will do to you, you know, when you have to get it done or, um, so that was, it was a chaotic time. Uh, I came out okay. So, <laughs> uh, but I think even in my instance or anybody else, if you, you got to make a jump at some point. Uh, so, um, you know, I had, I, I had made a plan to do it in six months, but it got fast tracked. So, mm-hmm. uh, it all worked out. So I'm, I'm fortunate, um, I'm very fortunate on that angle. Yeah, it worked out. Absolutely. Now, one of the the big sexy clickbait things we can chat about is yes, got to get the clickbait in there. Sweet. Yeah, pitfalls in making your own music videos, or even from hiring a videographer who isn't that good. What? I don't even know how to ask that question. Other than what are some pitfalls, or how do you go about making a good music video? How would you tailor your answer to you know something like that? Yeah, no problem. Uh, as a band, uh, you're going to get out of your video what you put into it. Um, you know, uh, and some of this stuff will seem funny and basic, but you'd be surprised uh, what I've seen. Um, you know, put some time into the concept. Uh, every videographer is different, I guess, but talk with them and, and come up with a concept that fits your song. Um if 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 your if your video like you're telling a story, if it needs props or costuming, get it. You know, you'd be surprised what you can find at the thrift store for five dollars. Uh, put the time in. You know, <laughs> this is funny too. Take the day off work. <laughs> you're 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 spending money on a videographer. Take it seriously. You know, I've had shoot. Well, not many. I mean, most of my shoots are pretty smooth. But I've had instances where like. The bass player has been there for an hour, and now he's going to leave and go to work. So he's in a few shots, but then the rest of the video is just not even in it. Don't do that. Take take the day off work. Um, I like that it's the bass player because um, I'm. Well, you've heard my show a few times. I'm off make the bass player jokes, right? So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got to make the bass. Player. Yeah. Not surprised yeah. it was the bass player who you know didn't take the day off of work. At least he's employed. We'll go that far. I guess. I guess. I mean, that's that's. I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, you know, again, this hasn't happened often, but you know, just stay. When it's your turn to shoot, be ready to shoot, and you know, don't be in the car smoking a J. Uh, uh, you know, like <laughs> just t- typical band stuff. It's your it's your video <laughs> shoot. Put some, put some effort into it. You're spending money, and it and it's going to be, you know, your your video for a band is like your business card almost, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it encapsulates your band, uh, your sound, obviously what you look like, your, you know, 
So take it seriously. Um, what else? Uh, those are, you know, know the song. <laughs> uh, that's that usually helps. Um, yeah, just take it seriously. I, I I'm very fortunate, I, I guess. Like I, I don't really have too many horror stories. Um, I've got a few. I've done a lot. So I mean, ninety-seven percent are very smooth and easy to work with. Uh, I only get a, a, a situation every so often. Not very often. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that other 3% is like, we have to edit a Zoom call. Yeah. yeah don't forget your gear to the shoot. I've had drummers forget their, you know, kick drum. Or, oh, I left my guitar at the house. You know, basic stuff like that. Uh, try and stay organized too. Um, you know, if you have props and stuff like that, make a list. Um, have a schedule. You know, uh, have a group chat where everyone is in the chat. Everyone has the information. It's just basic stuff. Yeah. Who's bringing the sandwiches? Very important. Who's yeah? Sandwiches and water. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to so. be eating? That's right. Yeah. Definitely stay hydrated. Because yeah. you're going to be doing the song about 50 times, so exactly. It's going to be a two-hour group chat. Who has two. the sandwiches, boss? Who has the sandwiches? Two-hour group chat. Yeah. Uh, true story. I was in a band like what 15, 10, 15 years ago. We did a music video, and oddly enough, I forgot my guitar. So we had to run over to somebody's house and go get a guitar that I would never play with. And so the music video was shot with this like I don't know, Carrie King, weird, you know, could stab somebody in the eye kind of guitar. And, uh, yeah, it ended up working out. So that was kind of like a cool story, I guess, to go with it. But definitely it was a kink in our, uh, music video shoot at the time. <laughs> it happens. It does happen. Thomas, <laughs> Mr. Crane. Okay. So we chatted about how you started your company. We chatted about, I have a question of like what you do, but you kind of do that. You film stuff and you edit stuff, 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 uh, pit balls that you see bands doing with in making their own videos or just hiring a videographer, which is. I think the pitfall of any musician is not taking it seriously and not knowing how to take it seriously. Um, and that can just stem from anything in their music career. Uh, things that you, yeah. you, you mentioned there. Uh, what to look for in a videographer. That's something I think we were going to chat about. Why would I hire you, I guess, is the question. Just because we get along, you get my song. I'm so absorbed in my musicianship. I'm like, Thomas gets me. He understands my message for humanity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's almost like any other thing. Uh, look at their work. Uh, you know, if they have uh, kind of an eye for things that you like, you like the way they approach a project, not just the way they shoot it, that's part of it, but how they edit and how they, each video has a vibe. So if you like the vibe that, uh, or the, in the storytelling, um, you know, chat with them. <laughs> uh, and, it, and, and if it seems like um, you, you trust someone to take your ideas and, your, and whatever your concept is, uh, you know, it's really that simple. Um, Hiring a videographer is important, and there does need to be trust there. Because, I mean, I, I guess as a musician, I get it. Like, you've been working on this song. You wrote this song. You recorded it. You spent all this time, and it's your baby, you know? So mm -hmm. you definitely want to 
find someone you can trust to visually represent it. So, um, you know, have a discussion and, and bounce some ideas back and forth. And if you like kind of where it's going, go with them. Um, and I guess bands are different. Uh, videos are different. I've had projects where bands had it all scripted out completely. And uh, they were still open to my ideas, but they had a pretty detailed script. And there's sometimes they'll have a basic concept and they'll, and they'll say, run with it. Um, and, you know, I throw my ideas, we bounce back and forth. Uh, it's usually a pretty fun collaborative process because when you're done, you made this thing together. Um, and uh, everyone kind of had their input. That's how I work. I, I really can't speak for other videographers because I haven't. I haven't really hired a videographer for my own band or anything like that before, so I, I can just approach it from me. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it's definitely good to uh, find someone who, who just kind of, use the word gets you, but kind of understands where you're coming from that is important. Yeah, so. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because I'm just thinking myself right now to put myself in the, in the position of somebody who's I don't know, just written a song, has an EP, has an album, something. And now comes, you know, I don't know, word down from the record label. These are your three singles. Good to work. You know, uh, here's your budget. Maybe even, uh, that still kind of happens sometimes, uh, with bigger labels. Um, a lot of times it freaking doesn't. Uh, I have been quite surprised to have a band on who's got, you know, a 25 plus year career. And they're like, yeah, we put a GoPro on my head and went around my neighborhood and we just edited it because there was no budget. <laughs> yeah, these days, it's definitely more common these days, too. Yeah. You know, uh, but to sit here and say, OK, we wrote this song. Now we have to get the, the business card for it. Now we have to visually represent this song. Does anybody have any ideas? And I just kind of would almost want to just have that uh, pitch and catch with somebody to be able to say, hey, listen to the song. What do you think we should do? And then, you know, if the person's okay with that, then great. I could see somebody being like, eh, I don't want to come up with an idea for your video. You should have an idea. Um, but I think me personally, it'd be like, well, this is your expertise. You've been in the industry for uh, X amount of time. You've done so many videos. You know, You've done like 15 billion videos. Yeah, 15 billion videos. And, um, you know, there's, there's, I don't want to necessarily say there's a science to making a successful music video, but you're probably more keen on what gets the views and watches all the way through the video outside of the song than say I would, because that's not where I live. I live in, you know, the musician land. So, um, yeah. And the, the approach you said is how most people are. They're like, well, this is what he does. Um, you know, I'll kind of let him take the reins a little bit. Um, you know, usually with, with videos, um, kind of all I need is like just a starting point, you know, a direction to go. And I always compare it to being a tattoo artist. You know, you go to a tattoo artist, I, like, I want this, but take this and do whatever you want with it kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and been doing this so long, I don't, I'm at, I don't know how many videos I've done, 115 or something. Um, I kind of know pretty quickly what's going to work uh, on camera or if we're on set. Like I got an idea of like how long that is that going to take to pull off, or is this idea going to work? Um, but a lot of times, there's a lot of uh, uh, 
what's the word improv improv uh, Im- improvisation too when you're when you're shooting. Um, so sometimes it'll be like, hey, let's try the idea. We're here, and if it and if it sucks, <laughs> I'll know when I go to edit this thing not to use it. But so gotta have some flexibility. But but yeah, generally speaking, I've got a pretty good idea. Like sometimes if if you have a concept like a story and then they have the band shots like i'll know if in my head if they're going to match cutting back and forth you know if the shots are going to gel mm-hmm. usually yeah nickelback videos not, came to mind for some reason <laughs> i haven't watched a nickelback video in a while <laughs> That was that was in those times where everybody like the the slow motion 3D thing was like you know popular. So that everyone had like a car accident where somebody was dying, but of course the car accident was in slow motion and things were happening and cheeks were fluttering and glass was flying in the air. It's it's, it's interesting. I go back and watch old music videos all the time. Not just because I love older music, but it's just so interesting to see, especially like the 80s and the 90s. There are some really terrible music videos. Uh, I think it was because the music video industry, there really wasn't an industry. There really weren't people who that's all they did. So I feel like they hired out like regular video companies who did like commercials to do their video. Not yeah. someone who's like, all I do is music videos. So the videos come they're, I mean, they're some of their creative choices were interesting. I'll just put it that way. Yes. But it's definitely evolved now over the last 15 years or whatever that, uh, there's some really good videos out there and some really good uh, video directors uh, putting out some good stuff. And I think it's, it, I know MTV doesn't play music videos anymore, but like YouTube and social media has made them super important, you know, something people can see quickly. And, uh, you know, so. Yeah. Cool. All right. Last question, basic question, because I remember being at a music industry chat if you even want to call it that, about 20 years ago when the internet was a baby and the question came up, I'm a band, should we make a music video? And there was a big debate about it. And even 20 years ago, I thought, of course you should. Why shouldn't you? Um, You might not have, at the time, 20 years ago, we're talking about the year 2000. I don't even know if MTV was really even still relevant in the music video at that point. I have to think back hard enough. But um, even if you couldn't get it onto a channel like VH1 or MTV, you could, at the very least, even at that time, put it up on YouTube. So I guess my question then is, how crucial is it, especially in the day of lyric videos and budget cuts, how important is it to have music videos for your your set? Well, as someone who is in this industry, <laughs> it is the most important thing you could ever do. Uh, no. I mean... I think these days, and not just speaking as a videographer, um, it's very important. Um, like I said a minute ago, like social media has turned us all, including myself, into a very uh, instant gratification culture. You know, so uh, you know we want to instantly see everything. You know, on our phones. We're scrolling our feed, so right there you got a professional-looking video. You like it looks good. You're and if it's well done, you're probably gonna watch it again. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's like subconsciously gonna drive the people to go to your shows and buy your merch. Um, oh God, I had a good thought and I lost it. Um, Don't do that, oh, Thomas. 
The train's coming again. Don't worry. You lost that train of thought, but another train of thought's coming. I need more coffee. Um, That's right. But uh, also, um, ah, my God, I lost it. It'll come back. Don't lose it, Mister Crane. I'm gonna be cutting this part out. I'm awake awake during the day, so this is a this is a new thing for me. Uh, Usually, I'm a night, so I'm still getting acclimated to daylight. Correct. Um, (laughs) But no, uh, the and also these days, content just having content is important. Um, I know a lot. Okay, I know what I was saying. So this is as I was still transitioning from uh, doing this full time, I understood as a band, we stopped doing full length albums because they just weren't selling as well. So the strategy kind of shifted to doing like a sing- like a single E E singles or EPs. So instead, instead of spending our money on a, a big album, you know, promote one, take a song, a single or whatever, you know, and do a video for it and really push it hard. And we found a lot more success that way. And it came to a point now, whether it was my old band, I get we're still together or my solo stuff. I don't put anything out without a video with it. Um, and, uh, I don't know, it, it, kind of focusing the strategy on, on one for at least as an independent artist without a lot of funds had a better payoff than you know spending all of our money on 12 songs and you know not getting it so yeah all right all right mr crane gave you as a drum lesson in 10 minutes so we're gonna close this up it was a, knock him dead buddy it was fun chatting with you about like iMovie well, though likewise likewise he's sharp <laughs> i told him it was good he's getting started at such a young age Mm-hmm. You know, uh, getting into it in like ten years, you're gonna blow us all away. <laughs> Good job, kiddo. Yeah, this guy's been watching your edit cuts and your titles and everything else. So, well, thank you for watching. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we chatted about becoming a videographer, how you started, what you do, uh, what that looks like going full time, how many videos a year. We talked about pitfalls and making your own music videos, choosing a videographer. Uh, did we chat about pizza? We chatted about iMovie, no, Logic Pro. No, we didn't chat Pro. about pizza, unfortunately. Okay, how you ended up finding my little program uh, and that you enjoy it, so that makes me feel good on the inside. And uh, what else is there? Oh, yeah, you got to get to your drum lesson. So, Thomas, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Anytime. Thank you for having me, and uh, much appreciated. <laughs>